G'day and welcome to Radio Notes, where those in music talk life and those in life chat music and more. Today we go back in time to the 21st of July 1993. I was writing commercial music reviews for a dance magazine as well as audio for a dance subscription music service that had just started at the time. Today's guests had just had fame with C&C Music Factory and had just released their debut solo album as part of that promo for that record that I was allowed a 15-minute chat with, and you're going to hear that today. These days, our guest Freedom Williams is now branding with the C&C Music Factory and touring, as well as some solo material of their own. I would urge you strongly to have a listen back to, sure, the older music of the CNC, but also the newer music that Freedom has been working on as well. For now, let's dive into the archives. John. Yo, how you doing, man? What's up, man? How's it doing there? It's good, man. It's nice. It's 9.30. The weather's, the sun's going down 9 o'clock. The sun's going down. It's kind of cool. Okay, let's start off. Why did you leave CNC? I just wanted to do my own project. Oh, yeah. No, it was just that time to do it. Freedom for your own music, your own... Yeah, that's style. right. The name of the album is Freedom. <laughs> it sure came out, actually, in this album. It, especially the new rapping style. It's faster, it's more hard-hitting. Yeah, it uh, is. It's a little more hard-hitting. Yeah, where are you rapping from? You know, from the heart, or...? Oh, yeah, always. No particular place, just the heart. Well, just from where you come, whatever mood I'm in, you know. Sometimes I write songs about the ghetto and dancing. Depends on how I feel, you know. Yeah, I really enjoy your solo work. It's the meaning that I find so cool about it. And I guess that's the main idea behind being a solo artist is you can get your own feelings and ideas out. Do you have any mm-hmm. problems getting those ideas out? Or do they? does it have to be a right moment for you? Yeah, it has to be a right moment to a degree. Sometimes I'm always thinking, sometimes when I'm different moods, you know, girls or money or problems or dancing, it's just a mood. You know, the music is right, the, the, the rhymes are right. Sometimes the, the words come first. It depends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't feel like writing and I don't write, you know? Yes, fair enough. So, do you sort of on the dance floor and you go aside and write? Or is there a special sometimes, time in your day? Sometimes I can be on a dance floor and I just go over in the corner and write something down yeah. on tissue or something. That's pretty cool. That's what I do, man. What do you like rapping about most? You know, there's your feelings, but like... You like rapping about where you live or the girls that you meet? What do you like rapping about mainly? Whatever the music, I mean, I could write about the ghetto. I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn and, you know, my, my friends and my brothers, you know. I could write about anything. I, like, I, I just like to make music, man. So Whether it's about blues or whatever, man. I love the blues. I love rock and roll. I love R&B. In your music, you don't look like many artists do for that commercial success, or do you? Excuse me? Uh, the commercial success. Do you look for that or not? Like, not really, but I'm a commercial type of artist because of my look and all, you know? No, oh, that's fair enough. But within yourself, deep down in your heart, the music's coming from the heart, so there's not a one song that has to sort of hit the top ten or anything. No, I wish I would like them all to hit the top ten. Of course. It's, to me, I don't mind saying commercial. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I'm not against going commercial or pop or something like that. Is the money an issue for you, though? You know, yeah, it is. Artist, always. Well. It's always an issue. You want to, you have to have money to buy nice things. To make better records, you need sometimes more money. You know, you want to go to buy things, you want to buy a car. It's not always an issue, but it's part of the issue. Well, it's not the full thing. The music to me is first. To your knowledge, do you know if there's another single being released off 
the album? You prove your mind for the states. And that's states only? What about down here? I don't know. I, I don't know about Australia. Got any particular people that you're going to get remixes done by? This particular yeah, I'm going to do them with Louis and Kenny. I did the other remixes with. Do some hip hop. I don't know who I'm going to do hip hop with though. Okay. And how about another album? Are you going to sit back for a couple of years? If this one does well, I'll come right back out. So I can't really look that far. I don't know what this one's going to do yet. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to sit for a minute and see what happens. But you've got like a backlog. That's yeah, I have material. But the industry changes so much now. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard music, sometimes it's dance music. You have to kind of like write fresh new material. Another thing about the album, is this based like... Is there a hint of a tour for Oz, or just for the States, or what are you doing with the album? How are you moulding it, like selling it? Well, I'm going on tour in September in America uh-huh. for about two months. I'm doing a lot of promotional stuff, a lot of your conventions, music conventions, performing, uh, a lot of radio, just just putting it out there, you know what I mean? What about Oz, though? Huh? What's Australia getting out of it? Like, do we have a tour coming our way? Is I would hope so. That's really up to the fans and see how the record does in, this, yeah. in Australia. Australia takes a little bit more preparation. And also the acceptance of dance music. Yeah, because it's so far away. I know what's going on in the States, so I can go, like, do a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also in the States, you've got, like, what's just happened in South Australia, first for South Australia, is we've got subscriber dance radio where you pay and you get to listen to dance music 24 hours a day. Yeah, huh? You've got that in the States already, but that's somewhere where your music's getting played a lot. So you've got yeah. at least that avenue happening for you. Well, we don't have subscriber radio yet. But Not you do have radio. dance stations, though. Yeah, but we don't have... Well, most of it now is hip-hop now. It's like street hip-hop, R&B street. It's more and more crossover. Like, black music now is really crossover music now in America. It's really pop music now. What's happening with the rap scene? Is it still there? Or? Oh, it's blowing up. Yeah. Huge. What style of rap has disappeared? Well, what's come in? Street oh. rap, R&B rap. It's taking over everything. Dance rap. I'm, I'm like the leader of the dance rap. You know what I mean? I'm in the front. So, you know, I'm the only artist really in hip-hop that does dance music. You know what I mean? With the CNC stuff, is it possible that you might be going back to them for, like, producing, like using their forces to produce some of your material, or is it not your sound? Their sound? I hope I don't have to. I don't know yet. I don't really think about it that much. Right, because actually in the media, Saints saying that um, your sound's too much like CNC. What's your feelings towards things like, people are going to compare you between CNC and your new work. Well, I wanted, to make a, I wanted to make a record that sounded like that a little bit. Just a little bit. Just so they know it's still you. Yeah, I, I did it on purpose. I don't believe that that sound is old. I don't believe that that sound is dead. And you've got the right because you've been in the band to use the same sound. Yeah, I know the sound. I helped create it. So it's really a part of me. It's okay. I don't mind what they say. So there is, you don't know, like, you can't really look at the future at the moment and say that you'll ring up Clive and Cole and so go, can you help me out here? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I can't really, you know what I mean? What are they doing at the moment? Do you know? You know, your best mate. No, I don't actually. Don't I think it, I think they're DJing on the radio or something. I'm not sure. Because you know they had the pride in the name of love, and suddenly they disappeared from the scene a bit. Yeah. Which talking about friendships in the sense, George Michael, what was happening there? How did that all come together? Is he a local? Well, I never met him. I just wanted to use it when I heard him, and I called his publishing company. I never spoke to him, and you know he has the publishing company do his business for him. You know. And I just, I heard it, and I said, wow, that's my name, that'd be cool, and so we did it. Well, would you actually like to meet him? You know, is there any sort of desire to 
him out in the sense that he'll probably hear something yours and use it or... I guess it would be cool to meet him. Got the same ideas as you, you might be able to work a good track there, that's what I was thinking. That, that, that could work, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So yeah, just can you just elaborate a bit on basically how you feel about the whole album's meaning and flow and everything? Which is a The flow? Yeah, the flow. I like it a lot. I think it's one piece of material, you know what I mean? It can be played from start to finish. Yeah, I think it's, it's, a, it's almost like one big piece of pie. It's not like a bunch of different producers with different ideas. Everybody worked together. Um, I always describe it as thick, rich, and creamy. It's really thick. You know, it's good music to me. I just hope everyone accepts it, you know? Yeah, see, one thing all around the world that some people don't accept is when an album sounds all the same. But what you've done is you've kept... Like, some albums just use this one beat all the way through, and we've got... They do that. A lot of hip-hop albums do that. And, but sometimes it just doesn't work. And you've made that work. Not using the same beat, but the same style all the way through. Yeah. I don't just mean dance. I mean this particular sound. And well, I'm, what makes it stick together is my voice. Everything is different but my voice. Yeah. So that kind of makes it stick together. Speaking of that, do you like working with other people? Sometimes it's fun. But for an album? Yeah, it could be fun. Mm. It depends. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes the people you want to work with, sometimes people you don't think about. It's fun because you have new creative energies, you know, in the studio with you. And they're really creating too, you know what I mean? Work from each other. Yeah, and you let them do their thing. So it's it's really an honor to have people on my record. I was honored to have Ashford and Simpson, who I've known briefly, but we've become closer because of the project. And the family stand, who have been friends with mine. We used to live in Brooklyn together. Um, and I've always been a fan of their music, so I just called them up, and they knew of my music, so we worked together, and my man Mike Moore. So it's an honor to have people work on your record. For me, it's an honor. What about a crossover of music styles, like this partnership, but using a crossover, like having your own style, uh, maybe mixed with some sort of more pop, not hip-hop, would it work for you to like mix the styles as the scene changes, if it does? If it's a good idea and it's a good record, It'll work. I mean, it really has to be based on, is it a good record? I mean, you can't really say if it's a bad idea, it won't work. If it's a good idea, it will work. Let me get it right. You're working from Brooklyn at the moment? I was born in Brooklyn. Where are you working from at the moment? Oh, I'm in Manhattan now. Manhattan. The dance scene in the States at the moment, you've mentioned how it's going very hip-hop. How's the actual club scene going? Well, it's different. And New York is such a big city. You've got your raves, you've got techno, you've got deep house, you've got tribal house, you've got club. I mean, there's so many clubs and so many sounds. You've got your hip-hop clubs that do well. There's just so much going on. It's like, there's no, like, one style in New York, you know what I mean? Well, what's the biggest one you've played at? What clubs do I go to? Yeah. I go to, I like hip-hop music. The Muse, in the, the Muse, when they sometimes they rock, Powerhouse used to be a good hip-hop club. Sometimes I go to the shelter for house music. The Palladium does good. Palladium's like hip-hop and dance and pop. Yeah. The Palladium's good. Um, there's different clubs that are really good. One of the music styles, which I've just discovered, Trance from Germany, how's that influencing the States? Oh, I know, I know. it's not really big over here yet. Uh, if any, I know you're not looking too much into the future, but... A new album, it's based on the public ones, but what do you want to sing about on your new album? Like, what material have you already got ready? What is it about? My new next album coming out? Yep. Well, I have 
different kinds. I'll, I'll probably change though. Because my heart changes so much. Mm. You know, you go from style to style, and then you develop as an artist, and you change. Um, your style changes, and your you know your heart changes, and you don't know what you like. Right now, my style is where I'm going. In two years, I may develop. So I have different stuff like Rise on the album, like Freedom on the album. I've got more acoustical stuff because I play guitar, so I got a lot of acoustic stuff, electric guitar. You know what I mean? What other instruments do you play apart from guitar? Any keyboard or anything? No, I don't play keyboard. I play guitar. Just guitar and vocals. Let's go way back. How was like your schooling and all that, like music-wise? Did you have any of that? Yeah, I played school? trombone for five years. I played flute for two years. In elementary, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, I played trombone, flute, six and seven. Then I started rapping like eighth grade, got into different rap groups. And got like, um, were you sort of popular within the school? Or were yeah, kind of. You weren't like the outcast sort of, he's the rapper, we'll leave him. Oh yeah, I was in a rapping school, different rap groups. I was kind of popular. Oh, well that's cool. Rap group wise. Well, like any of that you've worked with actually got anywhere, so thank you. Oh yeah, okay. sure. Daddy-O, yeah. Sonic, the Mumba from the X-Clan. I in a group called Black Rock and Rod, who had a record on Def Jam. Um, a friend of mine I started rapping with Rakim. He's now looking for a deal with a group called Nile Child. So we've all branched off, kind of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, but the guitar, that doesn't come out in the al album, does it? No, I didn't play it on this album. Why? Not good enough. I just didn't really want to yet. Probably just learning a little bit more. I've been playing for like two years now. It's kind of like a more of a personal thing now. I'll probably right. take it on tour with me and do some stuff on the road. And really surprise the audience. Yeah, well. you always have to leave something for the audience for later, you know. Hey, you could always play the trombone. Yeah, We've maybe. Got, there's the possibility that you could be looking also for a new sound if you pick up the guitar, isn't it? Oh really? yeah, it'd be something different and new. Definitely. How do you feel about the importance then of the club scene with your music? Clubs is where people usually hear it first, like the street kids, you know. These people that you're working with, the keen dope, where, where did you meet them all? I knew Kenny since 1987. We made a record together actually on New Groove Records. We've been friends for years. What we made a record together in 1988 on New Groove Records. Independent house record. We made like a, a club jam that was pretty big underground. And we've just been friends and now he's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing. Uh, right. And how about um, Louis Vega? Him and Kenny are partners. All right. So they're, they're like the new team. Sort yeah, of like the CNC sort of thing. Yeah, they're, 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 the, they're the new hot boys. They're the new CNC now. All right. They've, they've, they've actually taken CNC's place on the club scene. They work with you on the album, don't they? Yeah, I'm going to do another song with them when we mix. Of which track? The new one that's coming out? Prove Your Mind, yeah. It may be a bit personal, so you don't have to answer it, but your family life, coming from where you come from in the States, has that influenced your music, you know? Were they musical or anything? Not really. My father was in a school, a group in high school he was singing years ago. My mother used to sing around the house a lot. My brother played the flute and the bongos. That's about it, really. Well, it sounds pretty musical, though, in the sense yeah. that you had something around. Like, did you pick up the flute from your brother, though? No, I just, I didn't want to play trombone anymore. I got tired of it. I played it for four or five years, so I just want to try something different, really. But you know, when you're young, you just, yeah. when you're young, you just do different things, you know. But the trombone, did you ever sort of get anywhere with it? Just in, just in the school band, actually. Oh, yeah. Not like a local band or nothing like that. I guess I got kind of bored with it, actually. It's a beautiful instrument, though. I love it. 
found out our time's running out. Okay. It's been really cool talking to you. Thank you so much. Freedom Williams from the 21st of July, 1993. Next time, we'll catch up with Brisbane Rockers, Shag Rock, for a chat.